Sounds good. Lord Jesus, good morning. Thank you for today. And uh, thank you for the message that um, you're going to be speaking to us this morning through Rick. And um, just ask you to help us uh, hear the message, uh, catch the vision uh, that you have for our lives today. Uh, as Ryan Beal was saying last week, is that, you know, to embrace today and, um, and to love well today, Lord. So thank you for Rick and his family and Faye and the, his business and his boys. And just ask you to bless him. And thanks for his leadership. We love you, Lord. Amen. Rick Meyer. Good morning, my Amen. friend. Amen. Good morning, Jerry and all. Good to hear from you again after the long break. Yes. Um, at least for me, I was out. But um, this morning, I would uh, I'd like to share some wisdom that I've that I have learned and have gathered over the last uh, several days from uh, from my grandma who who we buried on Monday. Yeah. So. As Jerry and I were just talking, um, you know, when you attend a funeral and you uh, see someone that you love in a casket that is not breathing, but there, you you know, you recognize them, but you realize they're not really there. Yeah. It really makes you think and wonder and, and contemplate what are we doing and why are we doing it? Mm -hmm. um, and so it was, uh, it was, and it was an interesting emotions. I, uh, I haven't attended many funerals in my life. Um, and which is, I would say, I guess a good thing. Yes. And, um, but this one was with my grandma who was 96. Wow. It was this strange dichotomy of like, she was such a wonderful, heartfelt, Jesus loving woman that you couldn't help, but just be thankful for her and her life, mm. you know? So it was almost like you're, you're more happy for her. But, you know, there's still that that void in your own life. And so it's like this this joyful sadness that that is kind of some tension um, in my heart. And I think that I mean, I feel like that's the tension that Jesus wants us to live in while we're here on Earth. I mean, he talks a lot about um, Paul specifically consider it pure joy. Um, he talks a lot about suffering, you know, and what it looks like in this life that we will suffer. And so there's this, this tension that I, that I don't at least feel like I have fully grasped of one day we're going to die. That's yeah. for sure. Yeah. All of us, we have all have that in common, um, but we're not there yet. And so what does it look like for the now? And what does it look like for, for the after now? So I'd just like to share a couple of things that she, that she embodied as a, as a woman of God and a woman of faith. Uh, she was uh, born in 1924 so I, I love the story here and about uh, how she met uh, her fiance coming back from war, which is my grandfather at Union Terminal. Wow. And just I imagine bustling Union Terminal back in the I guess that would be in the 30s. And, uh, you know, a, a man coming home from war in a time when you couldn't really you couldn't talk. I don't even know how they found each other. Um, but just that beautiful picture. And that's when they started their life together. But mm. just this, you know, a woman that feels like, I mean, I think in 1924, that seems so long ago. So um, she lived such a good life. She had nine kids, uh, which is just hard to grasp. I have three boys. So um, my wife and I were joking, like she, we just feel like less than parents 
complaining about our three boys in our small house. Um, Cause she had, she was at the funeral. They told a story how it was really good timing because the oldest, my uncle Ray was going off to the semin seminary just in time for uh, my uncle Jerry to be born, who was the youngest boy. Cause essentially Jerry was in the crib and grandma and grandpa's room. And then J Ray left. And so Jerry got a bed. And that was just kind of the way it was in their home. Uh, they had a like a three-bedroom home, one bath, and raised nine kids. And so um, she grew up uh, in that environment. Her husband worked his tail off. They were they were really poor. They didn't have any 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 money to speak of. Um, my dad, I remember him telling me stories about how he would have to work to buy shoes for school, um, and all that kind of stuff. But they 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 had everything they needed and that was uh a family that loved them parents that loved and cared for them and a community that supported them uh and faith that grounded them um my grandma spent her life serving others uh, i just again can't imagine having nine kids because um, i mean that's that's literally her job from sun up to sundown was to just take care of babies pack lunches, laundry, food. Wow. And I remember growing up as a, as a, you know, 11, 12 year old, we would gather mm -hmm. at my grandparents' house. And, um, I'm a little bit on the older spec, well, a little bit on the older spectrum of the grandkids. She had 27 grandkids, uh, and she had 40 great grandkids. Um, but when I was younger, we would all go to her house. And so I got to see this witnesses just she just worked really really hard um serving other people and and you know i feel like you could have an attitude of of gratitude and and just be thankful you know that idea if you have a a, a sink full of dishes well you can be thankful for the mouths that you fed or you can just be um salty about all the work you have to do and she was always so grateful she never complained never talked ill of anyone um but she always looked at every situation in a way that uh, filled her heart with gratitude. And so, and, and it's interesting because you live a life, right? You live 96 years of, of a life of filling yourself with gratitude by the things and the people and, and God around you that you, you die really happy. Cool. You, you, you end up in a place where you're just so thankful uh, for all those that are around you. Thank you. Thankful for the life that you lived. Mm -hmm. Um, and again, it wasn't thanks for the stuff. It wasn't um, thanks for the fame. She was a very um, simple woman. She wasn't a social influencer, right? She didn't have any followers on anything. Uh, she just loved and cared for her family and, and had a deep, deep faith that fueled it all, mm. um, that sustained her. So, mm. and she always had, like God, I feel like she always had enough love and attention for all of her kids. Like she never ran out. Um, she never felt, uh, gave anyone the impression that they weren't, you know, good enough or that she didn't know them or use excuses. Like, you know, all these kids, can you imagine? How can I, you know, remember your name or your story? She always wrote birthday cards to us, um, even like in her late 90s, and you could hardly read the writing, but um, she still did that because she cared. Yeah. Um, That's awesome. And, it, you know, thinking about the end of her day, she was in a nursing home 
and she was alone, you know, right. This whole COVID thing shut everything down. And so, which is, which is hard for a woman who's been around her family her whole life. Um, but she again, tried to see the good in it all. And, uh, um, but she ended up getting COVID in a nursing home. And then she went into the hospital and got pneumonia. Um, and then when they were talking about releasing her from the hospital, uh, they're just trying to figure out what to do and where to go. And my aunt Teresa and uncle Tom, she, my grandma lived with them for 15 years. Um, and then just in a nursing home the last year, cause they couldn't care for her anymore, but they said, well, let's bring her home. Um, cause they knew the end was coming. And so, uh, when she got home, she just talked about how wonderful it was. Like just, she could not be any happier to be home with her family. You could tell that the isolation of, of, a nursing home was really hard on her, but again, that attitude of gratitude all the way to the end of just saying it's, it's just wonderful. Um, and she could have a lot of things to complain about, you know, she could have a lot of, a lot of things that could, uh, bring about an attitude of not gratitude, but, but she, that's what she chose to do. And, and what's beautiful is when you choose gratitude, you actually believe that and you experience that. So it's almost a feeding of your own joy. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's really sad and disheartening to see the opposite happen because you can see people where they choose uh, ingratitude um, and they choose to look at the worst in people and situations and it breeds in them uh, fear, anxiety, depression. And so I just really appreciate and want to live that way um, as, as being grateful in all things. And I've, I found that true in my, my short life. Mm-hmm. Um, but once she got home, uh, my, my, you know, everyone was visiting her. Um, and, uh, thankfully my aunt and uncle opened their home despite the COVID risks. Um, but knowing it was the end, it was kind of like, well, now or never. So, uh, my family got to visit her. Uh, and it was neat just bringing my boys in, you know, like here, like this, you know, she was mostly unconscious, but she would, she'd come to every now and again and say it's wonderful or ask for some jello. Um, but it was neat to bring my boys into this and say, this is, you know, it's kind of hard for a seven, nine, 11 year old, but boys like this is where we're going, right? Yeah. This is where this life is not permanent. I don't want to build a culture, a family culture around this idea of this is our kingdom and we need to build our kingdom up. Um, because, you know, my grandma at the very end of her days wasn't surrounded by stuff. She didn't have anything. She was in a hospital bed in her family's home, yeah. but she didn't need anything. She had all she needed. Mm-hmm. And so wanting to uh, cultivate in our own family of, of understanding of what is important. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, as we were, we were just gathered around her and as we were there talking, my sisters came and um, some of Teresa's family were there and, and grandma woke up and looked right at my wife and said, said her name, Faye. Uh, very clearly and um, it just really touched my wife that this woman with so many grandkids would would know uh, would see her and she just felt loved and cared for and I feel like that's uh, that's the Jesus she served was someone who um, and that's the Jesus that she preached was like Jesus knows you, he sees you and he loves you and he cares for you and he wants what's best for you. And I think in this world, there's so much, uh, there can be so much not of that. There's, you know, and so, um, you know, in their very last moments, it was, 
a sweet reminder for me yeah. uh, and my wife to know that, you know, she was, she was really just a, a conduit like yeah. you, Jerry, of, of, of Jesus to other people. And she just channeled that. And to see that being played out was, was, is, was really powerful. Yeah. And, uh, and her men mentality was, um, this very similar to Paul, where he talks about, uh, in the new Testament that for me to live as Christ and to die as gain. And I never really fully understood that, yeah. you know, how someone could be in a place in their life where to say, you know what, for, to me, to live is Christ. Like if I'm living here, it's with Christ, it's for Christ, it's all about him, but to die is gain. Like for me to die would actually be better. It would free me from some of this worldly stuff. And so, and I feel like that's where my grandma was. I feel like she had one foot in heaven and one foot on earth. And uh, so I want to, I want to live my life as not my feet planted firmly in this earth, building a kingdom of my own, a business and, and, and stuff. But, you know, I, I want to have that, that understanding that, that I'm to know where I'm going, right. It's a new year. It's really good to know where you're going. And for us to know that we're going somewhere so much greater than this life. And while it's really easy to get sucked into things mm. at the end of the day, we're, this is not our home. Yeah. Um, and we, um, we'll, we'll end up somewhere else and some, somewhere else so much better. And, um, I'd like to, to end with what, how she ended. We had a 95th birthday party for her and, uh, pre COVID. And it was, uh, she was able to, to say some words. And, uh, I feel like this kind of just sums up her, her life and her, her desire, um, which is, is my desire for, for all of us. And, and that is essentially, she said, you know, I hope, I hope each of you have had, will have a future as good as my past. Mm -hmm. And I hope that you all be faithful in the Lord. And then he wraps. That's good. That he wraps his arms around each of you. And mm -hmm. so she was just so loving and caring and for her to reflect the love of the father to her family and to be that witness yeah. of that to so many people um, was a, a, a good encouragement for me. And I hope it's a good encouragement for you all. That's good, Rick. What a great tribute um, that you just paid to her. And, you know, it's interesting. I was thinking of the, the you were talking about famous and, um, you know, you're not that your grandma uh, had ambitions of being an influencer, uh, but look at the influence she's had. Like everybody that's listening, mm -hmm. everybody that's listened this morning live or that listens later on tape, look at the influence that she's, the impact that she's had on so many people that she's never met. And candidly, many of us never met her. And I find that just, mm -hmm. I find that so encouraging this morning, Rick. So thank you for sharing that. This yeah. is a great, great tribute. Great, great tribute. Yeah. All right, can you uh, can you gather your emotions and pray us out? You betcha. All right, Heavenly Father, thank you uh, for people that reflect you so well. Yeah. Um, that remind us of what's true. Uh, that speak life. That speak goodness. That that speak truth, uh, and that just show it so well. It's yeah. great to to have examples of what it looks like when I feel like someone embodies all of what it means to be a follower of you. Mm -hmm. um, 
You know, they don't have to be smart or good looking or powerful. Um, but just like you, Jesus came in this world humble and wanting to serve others. Um, I pray that we would do the same. Mm-hmm. So thanks for grandma. And I pray that she would influence and, and uh, inform all of what we do today in Jesus name. Amen. Amen. Well done. Love you guys. Have a great Wednesday.